such that they were unmatched. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. <laughs> Had it been Stacey Abrams, she'd be saying, I knew it was going to be Stacey because her qualification. Oh, wait. Uh, I knew it was going to be Liz Warren because her qualification. Oh, wait. Uh, <laughs> I knew right. it was going to be Susan Rice because her qualifications. She, uh, she had two qualifications she had to meet. She had to she had to be uh, a, a minority of some kind, and she had to be a she. That was it, because that's what they were going to do. And Joe Biden said it, not me. Joe yep. Biden said, that's what I'm picking. That's right. Come on, man. I need a black chick on this ticket. That's exactly what he did. You know, I mean, that's what exactly what it is. She she got this gig because she is a woman and she is African-American. You know, there's there's absolutely nothing in her resume that says she should be president or vice president of the United States. There's no what? <laughs> lying? I love it. You know, she has a record of lying. Hey, man, I love it. They are. Look, here's what you got. You got two people. I call it a trans transactional. These are two transactional candidates. They're empty suits, which means they're empty suits, right? Mm. Transactional. This is, I will be what you want me to be. I will say what you want me to say. I will look how you want me to look. I will do what you want me to do if you just give me the position. And they're both that way. So they're both serving serving somebody else. And that somebody else is Obama and Soros and those guys over at Davos who are going to do the reset in January. That's who they're serving. Look, these aren't principled people with values and principles and ideas that are their own. Neither one of them. Neither one of them. see anyway or discern or hear from any of their statements. They're both, both full of crap. I mean, they hate each. First off, they hate each other's guts. It's a known fact they hate each other's guts. All right, and uh, this is the woman who, when she dropped out of the race, started saying she believes Tara Reid and all these folks about uh, Joe Biden uh, and his his pervy nature or whatever alleged pervy nature and things he may or may not have done. You know, it's it's a joke, but you know what? They're going to have to cheat to win. Well, I think it's great. Run her, man. Run her. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about the alleged perviness. Because she did. She said, I believe them. Right. This is a quote. And I respect them being able to tell their story and having the courage to do it. Now, when Brett Kavanaugh was up there, she turned to Christine Blasey Ford, a woman with no witnesses, no remembrance of her own as to where it happened or the specifics of what happened. It was just, I think he did this to me. And Kamala right. turned to her and said, we believe you, we believe you, we believe you. These women that have accused Joe Biden, who Kamala once time said, I believe them, I respect them being able to tell their story, their names are this. Amy Lapos, Caitlin Caruso, DJ Hill, Lucy Flores. Uh, let's see here. Lapos said he put his hand around my neck and pulled me to him to run rub noses with me. I thought he was going to kiss me on the mouth. Flores said that Biden put his hands on my shoulders, smelled my hair from behind, and gave me a real big, slow kiss. Uh, Caruso said Biden put his hand on her thigh, hugged her too long. She had just spoken at an event about her experience of sexual assault, and here he is rubbing his hands on her. Tara Reid actually accused him of rape. But none of that matters to Kamala anymore because she got what she wanted, and that's the number two chair. Yeah, I mean, that's that's it, what the most obvious thing about her, if you track her record, even in a you know small way, is that she's ambitious. 
<laughs> you know, she, she's ambitious and she'll, yeah, I know. I'm a misogynist. I hate Can't women because I said that, but come on. She Can't is. say it, man. You're and, misogynistic. Uh, I, You're a I'm racist. I'm misogynist. I know. But it's true. <laughs> you know, I mean, she doesn't have any principles. She changes her principles up depending on not. what gig she's going for. Whatever the wind is doing. Whatever the wind is doing. That's called transactional. It's transactional. But if you don't like that word, you can use the word empty suit. Here's what the women are warning people to not say. These are the we we have the back, we have her back women. That includes Valerie Jarrett, Cecile Richards, and the others. You cannot say these things, Mr. Rima, which means we're going to say them. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. You cannot yeah, right. exactly. you cannot uh, you cannot accuse her of ambition. Mm. You can't say that she's ambitious. You can't. She's ambitious. Said it. You can't say it because <laughs> if you say that she's ambitious and and you know what they're doing they're making the word ambitious to be pejorative. I always thought that that was something that would be applauded. Man, I'm ambitious. I want to win. I want to be the, right. the the winner. You know, I'm ambitious, right? Uh her relationship with partners and staff. You can't talk about. It. You know that Willie Brown mess? Oh where yeah. His, yeah. Where his staff said that she was involved in that rela- his staff said she was involved in that relationship to advance her career. That's what well, his staff I mean, said. It was a sixty-five year old dude, man. <laughs> she was in her late twenties. Come on, yeah, something like that. Uh, you can't, but you can't talk about that. Can't talk about. Of course, of course. You cannot talk about her likability. You can't say nobody really likes this girl, man. She's not likable. They don't like her. They, no, nobody likes her because she's a the B word. You can't say anything about that. You have to leave all that. You can't talk about her likability. You cannot comment on her looks, including her weight, her style of dress, her attractiveness, and her tone of voice. This is going somewhere. Um, you cannot talk about whether this is in their letter. You cannot talk about whether the candidate is likable or electable. You cannot report on the heritage of black women or women of color. Uh, you cannot, let's see here, use photos of her looking angry because they will perpetuate racist racist tropes that suggest unfairly that women are too emotional or irrational in their leadership. Basically, what they're telling you, you can't do, or I can't do, or Fox News can't do, or Limbaugh can't do, or anybody else, what they're telling us we can't do, they're doing. They're focusing well, on the fact that she's a black woman. That's precisely. what they're talking about. Precisely. <laughs> you can't shut up about her ethnicity. That's no. all her being I, a woman. You and I can't I watched, talk about it because then we're women haters no, and we're racists. I, you know, what a crap. I watched MSNBC and CNN last night, and, and all, almost all night long, and that's exactly what they were talking about. Oh, this uh, is, this, what they were calling it was herstory. Instead of history, herstory. Uh, this is, this is historic because yeah. she's the first black female. But if you say that, you're in trouble. You can't talk about that. Well, it's a not so clever way of basically putting anybody who would criticize her in a position of being, you know, racist or whatever. So they're trying to they're they're trying to shield her. They did the same thing with Obama to a certain extent. They're That's trying right. to shield her from any kind of criticism by labeling any kind of criticism that would be that would come her way, uh, talking about her own choices and her own career, and her own words. Well, uh, you're discounted because you just hate her because she's a black chick. You know, I mean, that's what, exactly yep. what it is. It, 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 and they it's, did that to it's Obama. Pathetic. They did it to Obama. Yep. And he's that's a right. black chick. You're a too. racist. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. He sure is. <laughs> well, I'm just, you know, well, you know hey, I'm just saying, right. you know, this is if, the, the wig usual wears, playbook. If the, if the wig fits, wear it. So, um, <laughs> right. here's my question. 
right. So here's my question. Here's my question. We just went through an event in San Antonio over the weekend where all where all white people were told you have to apologize for slavery 400 years ago, yeah. right? We just went through that right here in San Antonio. BLM has been walking up to people, white people, randomly on the street and having them take a knee and apologizing for slavery. And they've been doing it to leftist liberal Democrats. They've been walking up to them on the streets and saying, kneel before me and apologize for slavery. And and they're doing it. You've got these leftist, far-left liberal, you know, Whoa. And they're kneeling and going, I'm so sorry that we're slavery and uh, my Ugh, my role barf. in slavery and my place in slavery 400 years ago. Ugh. All right. So here's my question. Are any of them going to ask Kamala for an apology for the fact that she, her, her family, uh, Hamilton Brown, was an Irishman who owned a slave plantation in jamaica is anybody going to make her apologize for her family's role in owning a slave plantation i bet they don't what do you want to bet well well of course they won't first off her own father you know verified this uh, uh about his he did. Uh, his grandfather i believe he was owned many slaves not just a few and no, no they're not because if black people own slaves, it's okay, I guess. You know, so no, they're not gonna they're gonna bring that up. It's only you evil white people who are responsible for slavery. Okay, so no, it's it, it's it's they're not. That's something they're gonna shy away from. They're not. Every time you bring that up, they're gonna say, "See, you're just being racist. Look how racist you are." Even though it's not racist, it's, it's a statement of fact. But it's not gonna matter. The truth has left the building. So the one thing we're not going to talk about, or they're not going to talk about, is this business of her grandfather or great-grandfather owning slaves. That's yep. an inconvenient truth. That's the double yep. standard, okay? No, yep. she does not have to apologize. The rest of us do for some strange reason. Yeah, but we got to take why, a name. You know, But most people, that's why most people see through this. They, you know, I think most smart people, I think most smart people who, who, uh, who are looking at this understand why she's on the ticket and why she was sure. chosen. Sure. Sure, you know, absolutely. Painfully obvious. It's also deeply racist. <laughs> well, you know, look, if you the, the worst it. racists in the room are the Democrats on the left. The Marxist Democrats are the worst racists anywhere. They, so they chose her for that. They chose her for her gender and her race. And they also chose, and they're the ones saying that. They're the ones oh, yeah. who were on their television uh, overnight saying that. And they chose her because she has this, and it's not true, but she has this reputation as being pro-cop. And uh, so they 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 realize that they're in trouble with the defund the police thing and all this rioting and its craziness. They realize they're in trouble with that, and they realize their numbers have been slipping since they bought off on that crap. And it's like, well, look, we're not anti-cop. We got the cop. We got come out of the cop. All right, quick break. We'll come back in just a minute. Continue on this. We've got a, some other news as well. We need to hit today with Ware and Rima. You know, your Alamo water system is the best. It's made in San Antonio. That saves you a ton of money because they don't have any middlemen. You know, if you buy it from one of the big box stores or something like that, there's probably 10, 12 middlemen in the process that they have to pay. They don't have to do that over at Alamo Water Softeners. They make it here. They sell it here. They are the middlemen. They're the straight-to-you manufacturer. Plus, they're always in, here in San Antonio to make sure you get the best service after the sale, Alamo Water Softeners. And when it comes to great, clean tasting water an ros system from alamo water system just fits the bill absolutely perfect alamo water softeners 210-274-6122 wednesday august 12 triple digit temperatures will hang around all website bsgtexas.com 
San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. For so long, women of color have been, as the movie once said, hidden figures behind the scenes, building the rockets, doing the work, um, and then not always getting that limelight. And that changed yesterday when Joe Biden made this historic decision. Ooh, Amy Klobuchar saying that she was picked because she was a black woman. Amy, you can't say that. You're in trouble with all the Planned Parenthood women now. You can't say that, Klobuchar. You can't say she's picked because she was a black woman. You have to say that she's smart, she's intelligent, she's bright, she's a snappy dresser. She's not ambitious, though. She's She's not ambitious, ambitious, man. Not ambitious at all. You know? Say that. You know what? They picked her because she's not a radical on the outside. Her actions are radical. But oh, if he yeah. would have picked, you know, Stacey Abrams, you know, that would have been a radical. If he would have picked that other one, that's the commie who loved the Castro Bros, whatever her name was, then she would have been, you know, uh, Susan Rice, the liar Susan about Rice, Benghazi. Right. Yeah. Any of them would have been radicals. This is the least radical of all of them, and they have a trouble, have a problem with radicalism right now. So that's one of the reasons he put her in there. He's not going to help her. This doesn't help him at all. No, this doesn't that's help why him. I'm fine with the pick. I mean, you know, I, yeah. look, we were hearing last week it was down to Susan Rice or Kamala Harris, right? We were yeah. all of us were hearing that, yep. and I thought, you know, it's going to be Kamala. In my mind, I thought it's probably going to be her because they they can't roll the dice on Susan Rice with the with the Benghazi stuff. They know well, she'll be the Secretary of State if they win. Uh, yeah, oh, she'll have a position. Definitely. She'll be Secretary of State. Win. Yeah. So Kamala was the only one really that uh, was left, you know, and. Uh, and is she and the radical? least radical she is on the inside. She is. That's right. Your stuff about gun control and executive actions and and all that. The, her environmental stuff is pretty radical. Defund you the know. Pentagon. Defund the Pentagon. Yeah. Defund the police. Pentagon. You know. The Pentagon. Yeah. So you know, if you're so. in San Antonio and you've got a uh, career in the military, keep that in mind. Your vote is going to matter because she wants to defund the Pentagon, so it's going to matter. You know, here's the other thing they were talking about on those uh, other channels last night, you know, the pro-leftist uh, Marxist channels out there. I watched them. I watched all of them last night, everybody, all pretty much all night long. And they were saying, okay, so this is going to force Trump to now dump Pence and get a black woman. So <laughs> Trump's running around the White House right now ordering them to find a black woman like uh. Condi or somebody to come on and he's going to get rid of pence yeah they're just making that up man they're just making that up they're just pulling that out of their backsides looks they know she's problematic as well they're trying to shine this up as much as they can but you know this ticket is horrible this is i mean tucker carlson said it last night this is i think he said it's one of the most hollow presidential tickets he's ever seen in his life maybe any of us have you know, yep. they, they, they might as well uh, put a couple of house plants uh, on that ticket because these are malleable people who will say and do whatever they need to say and do to appear, yep. appease whoever's in front of them at the time or whoever they need. And Everybody knows it, you know. Trump is not that way. No, Trump is dedicated to putting America first. Um, re- real quick, another story to touch on before the bottom of the hour break. I just want to toss in here real quick, Sean, get your thoughts on. On Sunday, 25-year-old black male by the name of Darius Sessoms allegedly murdered a 5-year-old kid by the name of Cannon Hennett, who is white, in front of the boy's two young sisters. Yeah. Now, the reason we're bringing this up is because you're not going to see this on CNN. You're not going to see it on ABC. You're not going to see it on MSNBC for sure. Sessoms, who lived the next house over from the victim's father, ran across the lawn to Hennett, a five-year-old, sitting on a bike. Sitting on a bike. 
shot him point blank in the head and killed him. His two sisters, ages seven and eight, looked on, according to WRAL.com. The boy's father was heard screaming after the shooting, of course. The man rushed out to hold his bleeding son as his son passed away in his arms. Sesums took off in a black vehicle, was apprehended on Monday by U.S. Marshals. The subject has been charged with first-degree murder. One neighbor said, I don't know why he did it. He just ran over. This was not an accident. He ran over and just shot the boy in the head. The suspect had dinner with the victim's family on Friday night, two nights before he shot the boy. Uh, He was over at the family's house that afternoon hanging out. The five-year-old, according to his family, loved to ride his bike and loved animals. He was supposed to start kindergarten next week. Now, the reason you're not seeing this on those other channels is because they can't have this narrative. They have to. If this was the other way around, if the 25-year-old male was white and the five-year-old boy sitting on his bike was black, you know it would be the lead story. You know you would not be able to get away from it. You know that they would be talking about it time and time and time and time and time and time again. Everywhere you turn, you turn on a website, it would be the top of the page. You go to the, the news, it would be the top of the news, right? Because you got yes, a white absolutely. 25-year-old sh- shooting a black child in cold blood for no reason. It, it was an execution. But because it's the other way around, those channels, they're not touching it. They are low lives in that other media. Low they lives. are obsessed with skin color. Just obsessed yep. with it. It determines everything. What gets covered and what does not get covered. There was the uh, the black guy, the Trump supporter, the uh, uh, I can't yes. remember who uh, was uh, gunned down in front of his store, uh, and was known for walking around with Trump signs. And uh, it, 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 Fox News, I think, is the only network that's actually covered that at all. So they're very selective. I mean, it, this 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 case with this young with this kid, five year old on his bike, is is so horrific and bizarre. That it is worthy of being covered, and yet you're right. It's they're not going to touch it because the skin color, the configuration of the pigment of the skin is wrong. Yeah. And you're right. If it was the opposite, this would be a front page story, everywhere, uh, everywhere. And the outrage would be, you know, off the charts, huge. But yeah. there's no yeah. outrage because there's yeah. a white kid and a black guy with a gun. Yeah. Just saying, you, that's exactly you, what it is. No, that's right. You you would have you would probably be right back into a, close to a riot, if not a riot, situation on the streets. Oh, yeah. They'd be right back to marching in the streets. And now, because it's the other way around, yeah, yeah we'll just move on. And that's that's how they just so we expose what the Marxist media is all about in this country. There is a prime example of it. And uh, and today, when we get off the air, I'll be saying a prayer, obviously, for that family. All right, we're a quick break here. When we come back on the other side, more of the news and more about Kamala, Kamala, Kamala. We got that for you right here on. KTSA. Uh, Amogee Bank. I was just texting a few minutes ago with the president of Amogee Bank, my great friend David McGee. Brilliant man. Great staff at Amogee Bank. You know what it is? They wake up every day and the question that they ask themselves is, what can we do for you? What can we do for you? Whether it's your family's money or whether it's your business money or whether it's your family business's money, what can we do for you? How can we make your life better through our banking services? What can we do? And they're all that way, from the tellers that you meet in the bank to the people that are online that you're dealing with to the executives in the offices that return your calls right away, not five and six days later. They get back in touch with you to talk with you about your money business. It's just the attitude of damage. What can I do for you? How can I help you out? How can I help you get better? 
That's the bottom line to Amogee, and that's why my money's there, <laughs> and that's why my money's on them being the bank of today and the bank of the future for families and family-run business. Amogee N.A., member FDIC. Bringing America back. Get what you need to know at KTSA.com. I was a little surprised that he picked her. I've been watching her for a long time, and I was a little surprised. She was extraordinarily nasty to uh, Kavanaugh, Judd. Judge Kavanaugh then, now Justice Kavanaugh, she was nasty to a level that was just uh, a horrible thing, the way she was, the way she treated now Justice Kavanaugh. 210-599-5555. If you want to weigh in on Kamala, 210-599-5555. A couple of headlines here, Sean. Uh, first of all, Party of the Poor and the Oppressed, nominating an old rich white man and a cop. Uh <laughs> Here's another one for you. Biden campaign warns that for the debate, Biden will need a mask that completely conceals his face, and he might sound different, too. (laughs) And finally, something that you said earlier in the week, Chicago mayor drives past looters to arrest a seven-year-old boy having a birthday party. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know. She's got to take care of those little kids and her birthday parties, just like the gay beach parties. You know, that's where her priorities exactly. are. Uh-huh. Don't worry about all those um, people destroying the town, uh, you know. Right. Basis. I'm not making a prediction, but I'm not convinced. I'm not 100% convinced that this is their guy and this is their ticket. That Oh, I think Kamala's on there. I think Joe's a little shaky. And, uh, you know, they had to give him a script yesterday because he didn't know why he was talking to her. He had no idea. <laughs> it's like, here, oh, and all just the memes, read this. Immediately all the memes uh, started flowing. Has anybody told Joe yet that he picked Kamala Harris? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> wow. But, you know, the, the only question is, and I'm not saying they're going to make a change. I'm just saying I wouldn't be surprised, right, if they make a change. And the only question is, does she slide up to number one? Or does she stay at two and they bring in somebody else at number one? Uh, that's a toughie. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I have right. no idea. I mean, well, it's just I, look, a, I'm, I'm not. There. I'm not convinced that this isn't the ticket. You know, all the way. I mean, I, I, I could be. I mean, who else are they going to bring in? Will they bring in Michelle Obama? I guess would be don't the know. only person uh, they could really bring in. I mean, I don't know who else. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it, it, this could actually be the ticket. We could be overthinking it too much. Maybe I don't know. But they've well, got to know. They've got to know it's a crappy ticket. You know, they can uh-huh. beam all they want. All the Hollywood idiots can, you know, just do the, the, the little happy dances over Kamala Harris. Mm-hmm. But come on, if you got two brain cells to rub together, you know this this ticket sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the guy leading the ticket doesn't know where he is. And he nope. said racist things throughout the, the length of his long career. All right? Uh, it, it, how do you get Which around that? Which she called him on. Which she, she called, called him, on. him on, right? And and she called him on the fact that he sniffs hair, kisses women, and rubs their bodies. Mm-hmm. Now I'm sorry to be uh, descriptive, but that's that's what he's been doing all of it. We've seen, we've watched it, we've right. seen it on camera. Right. And she called him on that too. And then now that she's transactional, learn the word. She's transactional. Empty suit. I'll be what you want me to be. I'll say what you want me to say. I'll act how you want me to act. Just give me the job. That's Kamala. And that's dangerous because she's being controlled by other forces. I'm telling you, this Davos group, man, 20, this, this whole thing that's coming up, this reset, the global reset that they're pushing for in January, a lot of it has to do with these two candidates because they are, they are, they, they can be directed and ordered around, both of them.
They're chess pieces. That's all they are. They're yes. just chess pieces. You know, because look, if if this were the Republican ticket, and this were Donald Trump, and he just announced a black woman as his running mate, what would they be saying? They'd be saying, oh, look at this racist, old, rich, white establishment guy, this corrupt guy who hates women and hates yep. black people. He's just putting her yep. on the ticket because she's an African-American woman. That's it. That's exactly what they'd be saying. Because that's exactly what just happened <laughs> on, on their on their on their side. That of is what happened. That's, that's what right. they did. An old racist establishment corrupt white guy just picked a black woman with little or no experience or no nothing really in her resume that says th- th- this is the job for her. He, he put her on that ticket because she's a black woman, and that's the end all be all of, of the whole thing. And everybody, I think most people know that. Well, well, he even said that that's he what he just was doing. put her on the ticket for a, because she's a black woman. How, and how he racist said that. is that? Yeah, he I did. Mean, he, he admitted that, and they're not calling him on that admission. In fact, you can't say that if you're a conservative. If you're you or me or Jack or Sean Hannity, you can't say that, but they can, and they did all night. Now, look, I, I think that you and I, there's a lot of different clubs out there that you and I could belong to, and I'm not a clubby kind of guy. I don't I don't join clubs that easily, you know. Uh, I just don't. It's not my thing, you know. I don't like to make a, a, a commitment where i got to be somewhere all the time and i gotta do this and i gotta set the tables up and tear the tables down but if we're gonna have a meat club that might be uh, one i can join i might get in that one well uh, it, it, first off i'm like you i would uh, i would never join any club that would have me as a member but the <laughs> <laughs> makes me a groucho marxist the, we, we have a story that, that popped up on reddit where you have somebody and it's the title of the or the title of the post is am i the a-hole in the story you have a guy who says his colleague started a vegan-only dinner club. A co-worker started a vegan-only dinner club where folks that they work with that are vegans can go out and eat salad and tofu once a month or once a week or whatever. Put up posters and stuff advertising it. And so this dude uh, started a meat-only club, a dinner club for people who love to eat meat. Like and it. once a month or so, and he put out posters. Once a month or so, you uh, you show up and and uh, we'll get a steak or a burger or whatever. And he kind of did this tongue in cheek as a reaction to this vegan club. Well, the vegan person reported him to HR to Human Resources. <laughs> you know, and uh-huh. <laughs> essentially, I, 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 he was he's allowed to actually still have the club. But basically, the question was, well, it was was I guess he was reprimanded for it to a certain extent. So you know, and, and what they what HR, what HR said is, well, because they're a minority group, vegan. Oh please, oh please. It would be oh, like please. you know, like the KKK having a whites only club, you know, uh, having a meat only club because they're the majority. But because yeah. the the vegans are the minority, they can have a club. You know, I mean, it's so obnoxious, man. <laughs> And I would. I'd love to join a meat-only club, wouldn't you? Well, sure. Jason well, Minnick should be the president. That's right. And like I said, I don't do. I don't. I don't like them because I don't like to go to all the meetings. Oh right. But, I don't like clubs. But these are these are meetings. Meet ings ings that meat. I could probably get off on. Meet ings. Yeah. I, I'd like to. <laughs> I'd like to start a meat-eating club. That's you know I'm the only member, and I just. Uh, <laughs> Eat meat well, I every think day I probably, of my life. 
<laughs> I think I am in on that, on that business. All right, uh, going back to Kamala after the break, uh, <laughs> and, and all the people that she put in prison for the, for life, some of them for life, for doing exactly what she did and she laughed about. That's coming up, so stand by. I want to tell you about Bridgehead IT. Bridgehead IT, you know, business is continuing to happen from anywhere and everywhere, and your office phone system has to do the exact same thing at Bridgehead IT. With Microsoft 365 Business Voice, your employees have the power of the phone system in their cell phone, wherever they go. They can be in touch with your clients, answering the phone on the first ring and responding to your clients immediately, no matter where they are, in the office, out of the office, or whatever. That's possible. Anything is possible with Bridgehead IT. That's what I love about them. Anything is possible. If you need a great IT team, and who doesn't? Everybody nowadays has to have a great IT team. But it doesn't make any sense to hire somebody, have them there, pay them the money to sit around most of the time waiting for the computer to go on the flits, and you're just sitting there paying them, and you're paying them bonuses and you know all kinds of great perks to be there, when in fact with Bridgehead IT, they can do the same and more. They can do on-site and off-site monitoring. Things happen in the middle of the night and go down with your IT, they can fix it before you even get there in the morning. Same thing with weekends or instant response not a we'll call you back at another time please leave a message beep no right then right there they respond to you and they fix your it problem no matter what it is for more than 20 years and here's the best part no contracts so they have to earn your business with every job bridgeheadit.com and on the phone 210-477 dave ramsey sent you I'm proud of Joe Biden, I have to say, as a man of his generation, to be the anti-Trump today, to be the anti-Trump and to affirm black women in this way, on this day, with the president that's in there now, this could not be a better selection. He's taken us back to the start. She was always the most logical choice. He did a lot of searching, he did a lot of research, and he came right back to where he really should have always been. I think this oh, is a great day for this uh, country. Hey, that's Joy Reid. That's the, that's the crap that I had to listen to last night when I was watching these people. And let me tell you something. First of all, she said it's a black woman. She can't say that. You're not allowed. The letter came out from Valerie Jarrett. And Cecile Richards, don't you refer to her race or the fact that she's a woman. Treat her the same. Quit talking about the fact she's a black if 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 people if, if conservatives can't talk about it, they can't talk about it on Fox News, then you can't talk about it either, Joy Reid. And the second thing is, don't give me this stuff about that that Biden was choosing this and he went back and did his research. Biden didn't know about it till after it was announced. He had no clue. <laughs> They had to tell him. They had to inform him who he picked as VP. Come on, Give man. Give me a break. Give me a break. This is such um, a clown dance, you know. It, it really, is. really is. And they, they have to know it, but, you know. Yeah. Right. Uh, it, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out because, again, any bit of criticism that comes at her from the Trump campaign, and it's going to be racist, racist, racist. Hates women, of course, hates and, and misogynist. And misogynist. Yeah, yeah. Right. Even though she's looking up, she's running on a ticket with a guy that she herself believes sexually harasses people. You know, it's, and it's, you can't write this crap, man. <laughs> and that he supported racist policies. In fact, right. we're going to play the sound. Chris, if you will, will you Tulsi sound and the Kamala sound? Because we want to play both of those in a second. Somebody just sent me a text that I really love and appreciate a whole bunch. And this person says, what are your thoughts? So this is what I texted back. Just real quick, because it's text. Not a threat to Trump. She doesn't help Biden. She doesn't hurt Biden. She's a non-issue. We won't be talking about her in, in, in the next day or two. It'll be over. No. 
this it's it's look it's kamala harris day uh right. <laughs> you know and uh and when this is uh you're right it's got about a shelf life of a day i think i think so. uh and then It'll it goes right, right back then the, 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 then the news cycle goes right back to being centered on donald trump uh and uh, I, I, there, there's only so much to talk about kamala harris you know she's again not the most impressive human being she doesn't have that long of a of a of a professional record she's the least uh, impressive She's the least impressive, you know. She was attorney general for a, a couple of years in California. She she finished out at seven seven percent in California uh-huh. at the end of the primary season, right. so they didn't even like her in California. Uh, you know, she did the whole weird thing with Tupac and 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 smoking grass, which everybody knows she's full of crap because when she says she was listening to Tupac, Tupac, you know, was about ten years out from being <laughs> being anybody that anybody even knew. Well, no, this Which, is you important. Know, nobody, people don't she, pick up on that This is important. Enough. She's a liar because she, she said liar. she used to smoke grass and listen to him in college, but she graduated in, like, 89. Right. He didn't show up until the 90s. He wasn't yeah, big until the 90s. She's four years older than I, or two or three years older than me, so she wasn't listening yeah. no, to no she's Tupac in college. She's full of it. But think about what she did, did there with the Tupac grass-smoking thing. She herself attempted to reinforce a racial stereotype. Of course she did. That all black did. people sit around smoking pot and listening to rap She music. does it all the time. She does you it. Know? That's what she did with Charlemagne. She put she put 2,000 people in jail and in prison in, in California, of all places, for smoking grass. Right. And some of them for life. And then she goes on Charlemagne the God Show and says, yeah, I smoked it. <laughs> it brought me a lot of joy. <laughs> I inhaled. <laughs> and that's what we need. Is more joy. She's a full so of you, crap, man. <laughs> you want to hear the end of her presidential ambitions? This is where it all ended, because she met Tulsi Gabbard, and this is where Kamala's mm-hmm. candidacy for president went into the toilet. Listen to this. The bottom line is, Senator Harris, when you were in a position to make a difference and an impact in these people's lives, you did not. And worse yet, in the case of those who were on death row innocent people you actually blocked evidence from being revealed that would have freed them until you were forced to do so there is no excuse for that and the people who suffered under your reign as prosecutor oh you owe them an apology all right one one million percent correct what, what happened was you had people that were on death row in uh california and they were begging for dna tests it's a 12 dollar test in california 12 dollars. they were begging for it but she, Kamala Harris, refused to allow that test to be given, so that these they were freeing people across the country right. who had faced life sentences with DNA. They were going back and doing DNA tests. Kamala said, "No way. Why? Because it was going to make her look look bad politically because she put these people away. So she was going. She was willing to allow innocent people to rot in prison. She was willing to allow that for her political ambitions. But she's not ambitious, is she? No." Typical Democrat, <laughs> you know. I mean, typical extremist Democrat. I mean, really, they're, they're they're completely political. Bill Barr said it the other night on the Levin Show. It's all political. She is one hundred and one percent a political creature, uh, and every decision is based on what advances her. Uh, it's it's obvious during her time in California, and and you know, it, again, she's the kind of a person that if she weren't a black woman. It, it, your your typical progressive liberal would probably hate because of all of the pothead she put in jail Absolutely. And, and all that. You know, I mean, uh, uh, but because she's Biden's choice, or so to speak, Biden's choice.
Well, they got to rally around her, and it's ridiculous to watch because she is but not that's why worthy they of her. all this praise. Oh, yeah. That's why they, they picked her is because they have, they're in trouble on this whole defund the cop and oh, all yeah. the rioting and the chaos. They're in trouble, and they know it. So they picked Kamala, the cop. She's no <laughs> such thing. Back in a minute. Made fun of his hair, the yellow-orange man, you know. They can do it, but you better not say it about Kamala. Look, I mean, look at all the know. horrible things they've said about the first lady. Right. Right. Who is right. an immigrant, who is a, a, right. a successful person all by herself, was a global right. commodity before she even met Donald Trump, and yet they yeah. make fun of her accent, they make fun of her looks, mm -hmm. they call her this and call her that. You know, again, well, as long as it's them, it's okay. That's what I'm saying. I saw a picture last night on one of their networks, because I watched them all, all night long, and she had a makeup line under her chin. You know how if you don't get the makeup right. blended right? She had that makeup line under her chin, and she looks like she was constipated. They can run that. <laughs> she had that look on her face like, right. ah, ah, constipated. Mm. I, I need a little Metamucil in my diet. So they can say it. You can't talk about whether or not black women are women of color. Well, Mac, Mad Max just did it. She just said mm -hmm. it. There she was, yeah. right there on the show. Um, do not use photo of her that it makes her look angry. Well, they did it on MSNBC last night. Well, she looked really, well, or constipated, one or the other. Uh, because... <laughs> Because you are perpetuating racist tropes that suggest you're gonna you're gonna love this that suggest unfairly that women are too emotional or irrational in their leadership. These are marching. Now look, they didn't have to issue these. They didn't have to issue these to MSNBC and CNN because whatever the script is that Obama and Valerie Jarrett put out, that's what they're gonna run. They're gonna read oh, yeah. the script. Right? Oh, yeah. They're saying to you and me, if you talk about any of this stuff, we're going to cancel you. We're going to come after you. Well, all right. Well, go right ahead. Because <laughs> we're going to say it. You know what I mean? We're just going to say it. It's, it's fascinating to me that they can't, they're, they're not going to shut up about her being a black woman. They are not. They've already started. They're not going to shut up about her being a black woman. But you and I can't mention that because then it's racism and it's misogyny. I mean, it's it, it's it's the old progressive puke playbook, man. They protect their own, demonize the critics. They did the, they did the same thing with, with Obama. They shielded yeah. him from criticism because of his blackness for eight years. Yeah, he himself did the same thing. He himself, he whenever you get criticism, will say, well, I guess it's because my last name isn't like anybody else's last name, or I don't look like the guy with the dollar bill. Remember that crap? <laughs> well, I do remember that. <laughs> you know, so Kamala Harris, she's going to play the race card. I, I, I'm predicting that she herself will play the race card. Yeah. She herself will lay down the chick card. Of okay. course she will. She's uh -huh. going to cry at some point. You know, I mean, it's coming, no, man. No, I, I don't know about that. <laughs> you just wait, man. <laughs> Hillary, Clinton's been uh, playing, Hillary Clinton played the chick card during the debates. Oh, Remember that? Hey, this is Trump funny. stood this up, is, and he's intimidating me because he's a man. This is know? funny. This is funny. What you what what um, what Hillary said yesterday. So here's somebody who's completely irrelevant. Even the Democrats don't <laughs> like her anymore. She has no say in in Democrat politics anymore. Period. Right. It's Obama and Valerie Jarrett's show. I'm telling you, they're running the Democrat oh, yeah. show.
right? And oh, those yeah. guys, Soros and all those guys at Davos, right, when they do the reset in January that's coming up. But she is tweeting yesterday, I would like to welcome Kamala Harris to the fold of Democratic leadership. I would like to open, open my arms and welcome Kamala Harris to being on the presidential ticket. You know, it was the right choice, and I just want to say that we all in the leadership positions of the Democrat Party welcome her. Hillary hadn't been in leadership positions since she got booted in 2016. Hillary, I'll tell you who's uh, happy. You, you don't I'll have a who, job, Hillary. You don't have a job. Right. What's that? What, what? Who's happy? Go drink some wine and wander through the woods. Uh, <laughs> Maya Rudolph is really happy because Maya played Kamala on SNL, and now she's going to be able to buy the baby a brand new pair of shoes. She <laughs> tweeted yesterday, Oh, S-word, ruh-roh. So Maya Rudolph will be back in that role. And other Hollywood celebrities, Josh Gad from Frozen said, I am crying tears with joy. Oh, Chrissy Teigen said, F, yes, I'm excited to vote. Let's see, sure Steven Spielberg, Ari Emanuel, Leonardo DiCaprio, Rob Reiner. Rob Reiner oh, said, uh, finally a presidential pick that looks like America. <laughs> Okay. It just doesn't look like uh, Malibu, uh, dude. <laughs> yeah. From an old fat white guy talking about how Kamala looks like America. I see so, uh, why do we care yeah. what Rob Reiner thinks about anything? Agreed. You, you know what I mean? Half these people are only trying to, are, are using, they use their activism and their, their, their politics to stay relevant. Of course they Nobody are. Nobody gives a crap about that fat oaf anymore, except for when he yeah. throws out some kind of politics. You know, but uh, this is couldn't you just you just knew that the the celebrity love fest was going to kick into high gear immediately, and it has. Oh, here's here's one of the funny ones. Uh, let's see here. I'm trying to find him. Where did he go? Where did he go? I lost him. Um, okay, so uh, Jeffrey Wright is an actor. He said that Elizabeth Warren, I, Biden, please pick Elizabeth Warren, and then. A few minutes later, it was announced that Biden had picked Kamala Harris. And Jeffrey Wright then tweeted, Oh, this is the best pick, man. I'm totally down with this. <laughs> People are idiots, man. If you take your political cues and your worldview from these morons, you're 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 drinking and you're not drinking uh, in a fun way, you know, because they Bet Midler. They're so Bet Midler, who cares? Deborah Messing, a- Deborah, Ashley Judd. Oh, God bless Sharon her. Bless her little heart. Stone. Oh, Sharon Stone, she's relevant. Yeah, bless her little heart too. They're yeah. all so happy. They're all so happy, and you know, uh, she did hook up with uh, with uh, with Willie Brown uh, when she, she did. was young. It's a fact. It's a and fact. Pretty much a lot of folks around her at the time said there's only one reason why she was doing it. She she in a sense his staff represents said that. the worst of women in that regard. Uh, because if you, if you, uh, allegedly we don't, this is not, we're not saying it. We don't know what's true and what's not true. We know what people, most people have said who are around in California at the time that, you know, a woman who allegedly sleeps her way to the top is for most women, the lowest form of woman. Right. And yet she kind of is, I mean, if it's true, then that's sort of what she is, you know, and, uh, but it doesn't matter because she's a black woman. And that's all that matters. And they're not going to shut up about it. And if you and I bring it up, uh, bring up anything critical about her, then we hate black people and we hate women. And that's the way it's going well, to be for the next three stinking months. I don't care about her gender. I don't care about her color. I don't care about any of that. What I care about is, is she's a radical who wants to take guns away. She wants to defund the military. These are her policies. 
Um, she lies. Uh, she is malleable. She changes with the wind. She blows with the wind. And she's an empty suit. That's what I care about. I really don't care about her gender. That matters nothing to me. And the color of her skin matters nothing to me. What I care about is she is going to be one heartbeat away and that guy is not good. I mean, you know, she's she's closer than any other VP candidate <laughs> yeah. in a long time. And so that's what matters to me. She ought to be vetted for the number one chair. And as far as I'm concerned, she's a radical nut job. And that has nothing to do with her skin color or her gender. If she were a white male and exercising the same policies, I'd be saying the same thing. He's a radical nut job. And she is. When, when did it? When, when did it? You know, stop mattering. Uh, when did it not become a factor for folks to be considered for things like this for higher office? That their, you know, their policies are what you want. Uh, they're the best candidate for the job. You know, th- this business of putting somebody on a ticket because they're black and because they're female is one of the most racist things you you can do, really, in a sense, politically speaking, because that's the only reason she's there. It's the only reason she's there is because she is a black woman, okay? And 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 it, wouldn't black people and black women want to be known for uh, their talents and their skills and their expertise and their knowledge and their experience rather than achieve higher office merely because they're women and maybe a black woman at that? Is, you know, I mean, I, I guess nobody cares about that standard anymore, that you're the right person for the job no matter what your skin color is, no matter what your gender is. That should be the ethic. That should be the standard by which we hold public servants. And yet we are so far from that right now, it's, it's pathetic. There's, that's I don't the think, only reason she's on the ticket. I don't think she helps Joe Biden. I don't, I don't really think she hurts Joe Biden. There are certainly no conservatives or people that were going to vote for Donald Trump that now go, oh, yeah, now I'm going right. to vote for you know, Kamala. So the people that no. were already going to vote for Joe Biden because they're the anti-Trump vote, they are still going to vote for Joe Biden. They're, you know, Some of them may leave. Some of them may – I read some tweets last night from some people that were going to vote for Biden, and they have such a dislike for her that they're going to now do nothing. They're just going to mm. quit and not wow. do anything. Some of the Bernie Sanders people that really wanted oh, yeah. somebody else, like a Stacey Abrams in there or an yeah. Elizabeth Warren, they're, they're PO'd today. Mm-hmm. And so some of them were tweeting last night, I'm, I'm out of this. But you know what else she doesn't do? And we're behind on a break. Uh, what else she doesn't do is she doesn't help him with blacks. She does not help no. him with blacks. She doesn't. No, there's there's so. not like people, black people waking up today going, all right, you know, let's go. No. It's not. It's not the way. It's not the way that works. They're smart. They know that Trump has been good for them in the past four years. That their lives are better today than they were four years ago, and uh, and and they realize what the situation is. And they're not. They're they're not going to be pandered to. And this was the pandering candidate. Very uh, obviously. Very obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Pandering candidate. All right, let's take a break here and uh, come right back. More of this, and there's some other news, too. There was uh, some tests that were done here in San Antonio we want to address quickly. All right, so uh, Pecos Fence Company at 210-655-5656, 210-655-5656. Pecos is your company for all fencing needs. If your fence just needs some of the pickets replaced, 
no problem. If you need a whole side done, no problem. If you need a whole new fence, no problem. They have the guys in, in the Labor Department that can do that, and they certainly have all the greatest materials. Their materials are the highest quality for the best value for your dollar. That's what you find every day at Pecos Fence Company. And I've told you for many, many years now uh, that I've been a proud spokesman for them that you can go over there and, and get the materials yourself and do the job yourself. That's what I've done. You know, A couple of friends, and we go over there, and we pick it up, and we go over and replace what we need to replace. Got a deck project that's coming up, and we'll buy the decking material from Pecos Fence Company because they got decking material as well if you're building or repairing your deck. They do it all. That's Pecos Fence Company, 210, and the best customer service. 210-655-5656. AccuWeather for Wednesday, August 12th. It's hot. That's it. Hot, hot, hot. 8747. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Kamala and the horrible way she again treated Justice Kavanaugh, that was a horrible event. I thought it was terrible for her. I thought it was terrible for our nation. I thought she was the meanest, uh, the, the most horrible, most disrespectful of anybody in the U.S. Senate. A couple of quick things here. First of all, the city of San Antonio, I suppose, wanted to up their numbers with asymptomatic COVID-19 people. So they did this study where they went out they randomly knocked on doors, asked people, to, you know, do you have any symptoms? Nope, I feel fine. All right, can I test you? Because what they were thinking they were going to get, Sean, is a bunch of people positive that didn't right. have any symptoms, right? Oh, look at all these people that are asymptomatic. Wear your mask. You're killing people because you have it, but you don't know it. That was that was the plan. Well, right. guess, how, guess how many of the 502 that they random asymptomatic people that they checked, how many of the 502 were positive? How many? Not many. Zero. <laughs> Zero. None? Zero. 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 Uh, so wow. they're on the show last night, and Colleen Bridger says, well, you know, that was basically, you know, because it's basically non-existent. Here, here's what it says. Here's what this study says. If you feel sick, stay home. <laughs> if you feel sick, wear a mask. If you're in a high-risk group, stay home. The rest of you? Carry on. <laughs> Go about your business, man. Go about your business. Carry on. I uh, yeah. You know. You know. Who knows when we're gonna be, be, get beyond this? Uh, I, I was reading. I think I mentioned to you. I saw an article from a couple of days ago about the Wisconsin's uh, Wisconsin's Department of Natural Resources. Right. Uh, they put out a a memo to employees. Uh, they have a mask order uh, at the at the gov- at the governor's level, uh, which went into effect August first. And when they are, they are supposed to wear a mask, obviously, wherever they go. But when they're in their own homes doing virtual meetings on Zoom, they also are required to wear a mask. In their own homes on Zoom. Set the safety example, which shows you as a DNR public service employee care about the safety and health of others. They're in their own homes, man. Uh In their underwear. In their, in their underwear. underwear. You want them to have a mask on. I got a mask so and an underwear on. That's all I got on. Mask and my tidy whities That's it. Oh, I don't want to hear it. Are we always going to wear that? We're always going to wear these damn masks. Is this going away? They're, Is this they're trying to make it. Well, well, they're trying to make it permanent. But here's the thing. Do some study on Davos 21 and the reset. What they are doing is trying to wreck this economy. They've taken this thing. They've built it up as really big as they can. Instead of... 
in in other times, 1917, 1968 with the Hong Kong flu, in all those times they told the sick, you stay home, the rest of you go to work, go to school. And instead of doing that, they locked everybody up so they could wreck the economy because they're going to do this economic reset in January of 21. That is the plan. But here's the thing. We have totally just basically destroyed people's lives that didn't need to be destroyed. You could have said, if you're sick or you're high risk, stay home. The rest of you, your T-cell immunity, which is your herd immunity, needs to kick in. Go on. Live your life. How about it? You know, uh, I, 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 someday I hope we find out how much of this was political and how much of this was real. I don't know if we ever almost will, all of absolutely it. almost right. all of it. People's yeah. lives have been destroyed. Entire economies have been destroyed at the city, the municipal level, the state level. People have lost their businesses, their homes, and uh, it, it's it, if 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 this was mostly political, then that's a crime against humanity in a sense. Because you destroyed people's lives across this country and around the globe. Uh, specifically, I'm going to concentrate on here in, in America, you know, with this stuff. And, 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 you know, it's like our own leadership here in San Antonio constantly cooking the books on mm-hmm. adding uh, maybe cases, you know. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's a sin. It really is. Very sinful, dark behavior that they have allowed this thing to ruin so many lives and they keep they keep up with this superior attitude and looking down their snoots at everybody like you and I are killing people if we're not wearing our masks 24 hours a day it's horrible um, what this what has happened to this country the CEO of Delta Airlines said overnight, we're going to have to let off, lay off, if we don't get a bailout, the airline industry, tens of thousands of people Ugh. will have to be fired. Now, imagine you're going to go get on an airplane. They're already running with a lean staff, right? right. You're going to go get on an airplane where hardly anybody is working on that plane, servicing that plane. I mean, they're going to fire at least 50% of the staff. No, thank you. You're right. Entire economies. There was a st- local story that bears out what I've been saying about commercial real estate. I've been saying that commercial real estate by next spring is going to have the biggest glut of open spaces that you've ever seen next next spring because all these companies now that have gone out of business have been run out of business by this or their employees are at home like you and me. Many of them are not coming back. Well, Channel 4 ran a story last night where they went to one shopping center and found eight Eight stores gone, closed up, place for lease. That's going to be a huge deal. That's going to be big, Sean. That's going to be big. These these big uh, liquor warehouses, you know, right. they're going to realize that they can do all of their business by curbside, and they don't need those gigantic warehouse things anymore that they're paying $22 a square foot per month. They don't have to have that anymore, and they're going to get rid of those kinds of places. You're going to have a commercial real estate crisis coming, and it's all because it, that wasn't a problem before. It's all because they wanted to politicize this to try to flip the script on on uh, politics in this country. It is. It, it's a, like you said. You said it right. A crime against humanity. It is. It's an attack. It, you know, and uh, uh, I, I there are there are economies in this country that you know this you just said it that are that are never coming back mm-hmm. there are towns entire towns that are never coming back from this that are they you know especially you look at uh, uh you know we live here in San Antonio one of the largest cities in the country but you know you go to some of these little towns uh around Texas uh and and they're not they can't survive there's no way they can survive and they won't come back these people are closing their businesses and they're losing their livelihoods
And uh, I, I someday somebody needs to be held accountable for this. If this really truly is is as political as you and I suspect it is, and a whole lot of other folks, somebody, some folks need to be held accountable for this. Well, uh, for propagating this. The way to do that is to elect Donald Trump, because if you elect the other guys, they're going to make it all go away. All right, uh, when we come back, they've even politicized this with football. We'll talk about that, and, of course, more Kamala, because she's the story of the day. (laughs) I was just just chatting with my friend Jim Davis over at BSG. I'm a believer, I'm a fan of Jim's, and I'm a fan of BSG. I mean, let me just tell you something. When you call them at 210-877-1222, you're calling the best when it comes to smart home technology. A smart home saves you money. It saves you time. It makes your life so much easier. A smart home. Everything in your home. Everything. From the lights to the doors to the alarm system. Everything can be controlled very easily through the app on your phone or through your voice through a smart home uh, technology. And they do it all at BSG. Everything. The installation's so easy. The backup is so easy. The job, the, the, you know, the coverages, the warranties are so great. The fact that they are San Antonio. You know, here's the thing. You've got a lot of people knocking on doors right now trying to sell you alarm systems and they're from out of town. Don't sign a contract with them. It's one of the worst things you could do. Call our friends at BSG. Call them today. 210-877-7999. News is happening fast. Stay connected with News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. She has a huge amount of talent at a time when an America needs some really talented people as president and vice president. So I'm really glad that he picked Stacey Abrams. I mean, I mean uh, Elizabeth. I mean, uh, yeah, uh, no, no, Susan. Wright, I mean, there's there's the name, Kamala Harris. In fact, I have a headline here. In the teleprompter gaffe, Biden says his vice president pick is, quote, insert woman of color here. Um, so- <laughs> Hi, I'm your name, and insert woman of color here. I've chosen insert woman of color here. In the early days of your radio career, and it used to have like little uh, note things for everything you're supposed to Liner say. Cards. You, know? you remember Liner like, cards. You know, Hi, it's time, and I'm your name. You know, yeah, I mean, that's what right. they got going on with Biden, right? Except he's reading right. it yeah. verbatim. Verbatim. So... Uh, so, yeah, I'm so happy that I chose woman of color here. Okay, great. Um, hey, listen, real quick, real quick, I just want to talk about the college football thing fast. And it's not, right. it's not so much about football as it is the politicization of everything, right. which is something we talk about. How everything is political. And when it comes to COVID, we were talking about how they have politicized COVID. Well, they're politicizing it now with college football. Here's how. The Big Ten, the Pac-12, they announced yesterday, you're not going to play. You know, Mid-Atlantic had already announced that, but nobody really cares about them. Uh, it's the Big Ten. Pac-12, it's the SEC, it's the ACC, those are the biggies. And uh, Big Ten and Pac-12, they said, no, we're not going to play. SEC, which is they're college guys, but they could play any pro team and do well. That's the LSU, that's the Alabama, uh, that's the Texas A&M, that's the Georgia, that's the Florida. Those are great powerhouse teams, perennial powerhouse. They're going to play. Um, and what's interesting, if you look at the map of where these different conferences are, the Big Ten and the Pac-12, who said they're not going to play, that's all blue country. The the Pac, of course, is out there in the Portland area, all that liberal West Coast. That's the Pac-12. The Big Ten is like the Michigans and Ohios and all those places that are typical liberal-type places. That's the Big Ten. The SEC 
is all right down here in Trump country, and the SEC is going to play. And, they, you know, that's, that's the deal. We're playing this fall. So here's how it's politicized. We're talking billions, not just a, not just a few million. We're talking billions of dollars are going to be lost this fall during the presidential contest. Billions of dollars are going to be lost because those teams are not playing in those blue states, right? So they're continuing to wreck the economy. While in Trump country, the billions are going to be made. And here's the difference. And I hope somebody does this. I would love for somebody to do this. There needs to be a parallel two-track study. You need to study the players that are playing in the SEC and the others that are playing. You need to study the players that are playing and see how many of them get the COVID. And then study the players who are not playing in the anti-Trump areas of the country that are not playing and see how many get the COVID. And I'm willing to make a bet that the not-playing players they're the ones who are going to get the COVID. Not all of them, of course, but more of them are going to get the COVID than the ones who are playing. Because the ones who are playing are in a program. They're being tested every day. They can be tested as much as they want. They're serious about taking care of themselves. They're not out running around at bars and stuff. The guys who aren't playing, they're going to be at the bar eating wings, drinking beer, watching the guys who are playing. That's the difference. Did I lose you? I guess I lost him, huh? Okay, well, that's that's what I think. And and so that's where we are. And we'll get Sean back on in a couple of minutes and get his thoughts on that and Kamala Harris as well. So I want to tell you about Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat and AC. At Quarter Moon, it's all about you and making sure that you're nice and cool in your home. If you're hot right now because your system is burning up and it's not keeping you cool, it's just sitting there and it's running and nothing happening. Nothing happening, nothing happening, nothing happening. Well, our friends at Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC can get right to you and get you cool right away. Okay, they're all about your comfort. Here's here's how Quarter Moon looks at this. It's all about quick response and making sure your comfort is all taken care of. That's what Quarter Moon does every single day. And they've been doing this as long as I've known them now for, I guess, 20 years, something like that. And they are tremendous at getting to you and doing this. Now, if you have a system that is already long in the tooth, it may need time, it may be time to go ahead and replace that AC system. And they've got the best name brands with the longest warranties and they can get you into a system for about $72 a month. However, if, if it's just something that's gone awry on it and needs to be repaired, they can do that quickly and with the most value. That's what Quarter Moon always does. Now, when it comes to a plumbing issue as well, they're on it as well. They can get right to you there too. That's Quarter Moon Plumbing Heat and AC at 210 651